let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, and then after 4 o'clock, magic happens. You can hear the show as a podcast, John and Ken on demand, and you can listen to this show and any others all this weekend. Uh, any, what other would you want to listen to? Come on. I think you need is contained in this three hours, Monday through Friday. I think three weeks ago, Thursday. Was another good show they could listen to. Oh, I thought you meant. Uh, oh no, no, other, only other... ours. No, nobody else's, just ours. Um, we're Friday, so we're in place. Uh, the Moist Line people are going to show up in the three o'clock hour. It's every we man begin for the himself. show. I'm sorry. It's every man for himself. Uh, okay, we begin the show with, uh, with well, I guess uh, the biggest story that broke this morning, and the number is fourteen. That's the number of people who chose Diane Feinstein to pass away in the year 2023. In the John and Ken Gould pool, which is 14. Uh, that is surprisingly low. 90 years old. Uh, you would think because her health was in such question, you're right, there would have been more picks. Although yeah. that started to really rumble after we took the Gould pool picks. Like it was the shingles thing that happened this year. I mean, mm. it really got bad this yeah, year. Yeah, I guess so. 
So I think if we had, she lived, and we had another pool entry, and we yeah. will, obviously, then a lot of people would have picked her yeah. this year. She might have uh, gotten hundreds. Because yeah. uh, the comparison, Bob Barker was 65 picks. but people it, knew See, that's was. what I thought it would be. I did, too. I thought it would be in that neighborhood. I thought it would be, because uh, the only reason not to pick her or Bob Barker's, it's just, it's only one point, so why, you know, it's not really going to help you win that much. Yeah. And, and come this week, uh, I would imagine a top pick for years is going to be 99, Jimmy Carter. I think he turned 99 yeah. on Monday or Sunday. Yeah. In yeah. and out of hospice. Yeah, but did you see he went to a festival last weekend? He was I, I riding, in, riding in a limo with his wife. Well, because they were I, headed towards an event. I had mentioned that he came up in some conversation, and a woman said to me, I said to her, well, he got in and out of hospice. And she said, no, well, it, it's home hospice now. And I'm thinking, no, it's not home hospice because he's out. I, <laughs> he's, I, I, you know, I think the definition of hospice is kind of broad, but usually uh, people I, hear that and they think you've got days, weeks to live, right, maybe you're, months. Right, you're, you're in a coma laying there with uh, tubes and But I think in his things. case it was like, all right, he got cancer, we're not going to do anything. I mean, right. Whatever he's got, we're not going to deal with it. I think that's kind of what it became, this kind of hospice. Just not going to bring in a bunch of doctors and a bunch of procedures or medicines or just so, let this run its course. And yeah, he's still going. God, how about uh, How about Biden? This is how it's going to happen with Biden. What's going to happen? Just you, you turn on the news one morning and he will have faded away in the middle of the night like Feinstein now, did. 81 versus 90, maybe. Yeah, it's condition of the brain. I mean, looking at Feinstein the last year with the wheelchair and everything else, I think we remember her face where she couldn't even see. We, we, we knew that she was on the last legs. Well, although the Times reports, and I know what you're going to say, she cast a vote at 11.45 yesterday morning. <laughs> Well, that's hardy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to cast a vote. She missed two votes later in the day, I, and then it was announced she died. I, so. I, I want to see what it took to get her to cast the vote. How many, yeah, I was how many staff maybe members had to transport right. her there? In place of her or whatever. Because yeah. uh, uh, you know, I, I don't think this was a surprise, but we don't know exactly what the cause of death is. She had so many ailments, the latest of which was that shingles and all the uh, side issues that came with that. It's all old age. Looking at her obit, though, a um, couple of uh, things popped out. Her crazy mother, did you read that stuff? Her mother may have had brain damage from encephalitis, is the belief. And, whoa, she was abusive to, the, uh, to her uh, offspring. Uh, terrible story there in her childhood. And there's a story that in 1969, she survived an assassination attempt. Um, Feinstein and other county supervisors were targeted by the New World Liberation Front. Uh, listen to this, an anti-capitalist group suspected of 70 bombings. That makes sense today, Well, that's, that's part of crazy California in that era, where you had, you know, like the Manson family, like uh, the Symbionese Liberation Army and Patty Hearst. Right. I mean, there were all these weird cults and violent groups and anarchists, and they were... Uh, because he she eventually became heir of San Francisco, because... The, the old bear was assassinated, and a councilman was assassinated. Right, that came later. 70s. This is 1969. But, but, but I know, but that whole era, that whole but era. But listen is... to this story. Two supervisors had candy boxes stuffed with dynamite delivered to their homes. Wow. That's like Roadrunner stuff. That's... At 2 a.m. one night, Catherine, that's the daughter of Feinstein, heard popping outside her window. When daylight came, she found a bomb whose detonator had malfunctioned. 
not long afterwards, windows were shot out at Feinstein's coastal vacation home. So she got a gun permit and began carrying a thirty-eight caliber pistol in her purse. How about that? So, man, it, that was a crazy time in California. Really I, frightening time. There were there's so many lunatics who were just living out in the out in the woods and out in the hills. I thought you thought now's a crazy time. Every day you want an exit bag. Every day, oh, you well, scream both about times were crazy. No, this goes in cycles. It does, and 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 this is very uh, it's getting very reminiscent of the '60s and '70s with these lunatic fringe groups and their yeah, we, their nutty we, cult ideas. And we we don't have this level of violence sending bombs, but uh, and, yeah, as John mentioned, of course, uh, she was right there when uh, his supervisor by the name of Dan White, 1978, killed the mayor of San Francisco and uh, supervisor Harvey Milk, and. The thing about this story I'd forgotten, she passed him in the hallway when he was headed into Moscone's mm. office to kill him. And she said, Dan, Dan, I need to see you. And he just went, uh, in a minute, waved her off and then went in and shot Hold him. on, I have to murder the mayor. I'll be right yeah, with I you. Yeah, I mean, imagine that. Yeah. He had a thirty-eight caliber wrist, November 27, 1978. And uh, he kept the gun from his days on the police force. And, and he was the guy who used the Twinkie defense. Yes. He climbed in through a basement window. He asked his secretary if he could see the mayor, and the mayor Moscone buzzed him in. And um, but just before he got there, she spotted him, and she just said, "Hey, in a minute, in a minute." And she heard the shots, and uh, she said, "Dan rushed right by me out of the office and walked into Harvey's office." And of course, he killed Harvey Milk too. So, yes, and from there, right, she became the mayor of San Francisco, and she lost a race for governor uh, in in nineteen ninety. That was to Wilson, I guess, Pete Wilson. But she did get elected, of course, to the United States Senate a couple of years later, and that's where she was so, uh, until so, she, she died. So the guy, Dan White, who shot the mayor, claimed he suffered diminished capacity uh, because of a depression. Yeah, he was binging on sugary foods. He, yeah, he started eating a lot of Twinkies. So and, he was convicted of, of voluntary manslaughter. The jury right. actually uh, pr uh, bought that argument. Yeah. He would serve less than five years in prison, but in 1985 he killed himself. Good. No. But yeah, you should have gotten first degree murder. What is more first degree than walking in and 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 shooting somebody to death? Yeah, I and, and I've and, not heard that since that somebody had a defense that they're depressed because of too much sugar. Yeah, well, it led to his depression. They were specifically saying it was the depression that caused him to to murder, but the depression came from his system being out of order by switching, switching to Twinkies and, and other sugary foods. It's the nuttiest thing in the world, but it had some kind of an effect. He only got five years. Gunned down two people, two politicians, got five years. Only in San Francisco. And this is... this is Well, it tells you what comes around goes around. We're back to that time now where murderers can be easily set free, right? And this is 45 years ago. That's what I'm saying. It, 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 it's, it's a weird cycle, it seems, that every generation has to go through. All right, when we come back, we'll get into the fun politics of this, only because it puts Newsom on the spot. Now he does have to name, and we're going to call this person Senator Placeholder, because that's what he's promised. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. On the radio, 1 till 4, after 4 o'clock, the iHeart app for the John and Ken On Demand podcast to listen to what you missed.
All right. Well, if you live in L.A. County, we're keeping an eye on Sunday where no bail takes effect. We'll talk about it after the news at 2 o'clock with somebody in the bail bond business to see what impact. Not only, obviously, it's going to have an impact financially on the bail bond business, but on public safety. So that will come after 2 o'clock. Two more days before your car is stolen. Yeah, that seems to be the big thing. I'd like to ask yeah. a lot of questions about possible other crimes that would qualify for no bail. Lots. Car theft. The answer is lots. <laughs> theft of anything. <laughs> Whatever you want. Uh, beyond theft. Your garden There knows. might be a few more bad ones in there. Your uh, toaster. Little... Guy takes your toaster. No bail. Yo, I hate it when someone steals my toaster. Oh, isn't that a pain? It's really, and it's, it's hard to believe because it's in the kitchen. How'd they do that? Yeah, I know. I know. And then, and then what do you stop do? Stop leaving breakfast? it in the alleyway. I don't know why I do that. I make toast in the alley because I don't like the smell. And the... look where you sent me. <laughs> Gavin Newsom, dippity do. We're going to spend a little time on him after one thirty. I he was hanging around at that debate the other night in Simi Valley between the Republican presidential candidates and uh, his old buddy Sean Hannity came up and asked him about gas prices. You're going to like this answer. But of course, we're back to Newsom and the replacement for Feinstein. Now it is no longer speculative. It's one of his words, right? In this space, it's speculative. No, it's a reality. He now has to name a replacement. We're going to call this person Senator Placeholder because that's what Newsom said he would do. See, the problem is the Democrats, the progressives, Gavin Newsom, they really believe in racial identity politics so strongly that Newsom said if Feinstein falters before her term ends, I'm going to name a black woman. That's it. That very specific racial identity politics. Right. Well, so now he's in a pickle because the black woman that's already running is Barbara Lee. And everyone said, oh, well, that makes sense then. But, you know. No, it doesn't, but for the sake of the conversation. It makes sense in that she's running and she's a black woman. She's interested in the but job. She would, get, she would get an unfair advantage over well, the other two candidates. You're two steps ahead. Yes. I yes, I know. Okay. That's... That was the problem. So he goes on NBC meets the meet the press and he's asked this question. And I guess <clears throat> he realized because he is an idiot, but politics is more important than anything else. I, I don't want to get involved in the primary. So as John just said, Barbara Lee's already running along with two other real hacks. Adam Schiff. The only good thing about that, he gives up his congressional seat. And if he loses the Senate seat, he's out of a job. Right. So we can say goodbye to him. Right. Uh, Katie Porter uh, is the other. She's a congresswoman from Orange County. Uh, they're all awful. But, oh, they're um, really crazy people. All three of them are like like just unhinged lunatics. That's <laughs> I, I, just astonishing. And who's running as a Republican? Oh, uh, nobody. Mr. Nobody. Anybody as an independent? So the result here is that he's not going to name Barbara Lee because, yes, she would have an advantage. If she is named senator by Newsom, the idiots that vote beginning in the primary next year and next November will be like, oh, well, she's the incumbent. Senator Barbara Lee, sure. Check, check, check. And that would be an advantage. That's just how it works. And that's how a number of people vote. They just pick the incumbent. So, uh, and the other thing is, I love mentioning this part. Nancy Pelosi is a big fan of Adam Schiff. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi and Gavin Newsom are related by marriage. I want to point that out for the 10,000 emailers who think that he is her nephew. He is only by marriage a nephew. You get it? Okay. So they're not, they're not bloodline related, but I guess somebody in somebody's family married in, and uh, that makes Pelosi, uh, he's Pelosi's uh, nephew. So people are like, well, what's he going to do? 
Did you see the list the New York Times has? You know what I thought of? I thought of uh, Karen uh, Bascon. Why not? No. Well, she was, on, she was on the list to be vice president behind Kamala Harris. Yeah, that's but then they two, found three uh, years ago. Yeah, yeah. They, well, I mean, she's old, because there aren't that many uh, black female politicians of note in the country who've served long enough and have. Well, you want to pick a Californian. You don't want to pick somebody from the country. No, you but pick uh, a Californian. But, but I'm saying that's. But I'm saying that's how Kamala Harris and Karen Bass both ended up as like the top two nominees. Oh, because they didn't have, they didn't have many to choose from. There aren't that many black women in office of in. Of prominence. Right. Well, Holly Mitchell is mentioned. Your favorite supervisor. <laughs> and it turns out that the California Secretary of State <laughs> well, then, is a black woman named Shirley Weber. Well, then, well, then somebody just, she says yes, then she'll probably say, sure, I'll do it for well, a year. Somebody just went to Google and Googled uh, black female politicians in California. Uh, probably None of these people did. are qualified to be a senator. They just happen to hold office and they happen to have a certain skin color. So you think Schiff and Porter are qualified to be senators? No, they're not qualified either. But why would you pick it on skin color? Black women are 3.5% of California's population. So 96.5% of Californians are not black women. Nothing wrong with having a black woman as a senator, but Newsom is selecting one to the exclusion of every other possibility. Now, you couldn't have something more discriminatory than that. What, no black no. men? Wait, this gets Did, even better. Do you know why this happened? Why he put himself in this pickle? I'm going to name a black woman? Because when Kamala Harris became Secretary of State, uh-oh, he picked a Latino man to replace her. And everyone's well, like, well, wait, you got to think like they do. No, 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 that's a black woman's seat. How dare you? It's so, not anybody's seat. Oh, I know that. Uh, no, well, of... I mean we've got we've got we've got we got to we got to stop this. Uh, people have to start saying this out loud repeatedly and and end this error. Okay, I know how they think. They're lunatics. Skin color and ethnicity have nothing to do whether someone is qualified for anything. Oh, it does. It's about representation. It's and not about people no, who it's vote not. for these people. I have to name them to these positions. <laughs> not ninety. They will if, too. If the they... voters won't elect them, I'll, I'll oh, name them. As... That, that's a load of crap. But Barack Obama got elected twice. By big margins. I mean, that that is such an old, uh, out-of-date stereotype about Americans. No, but in California, you pointed out the low population of black people is one of the reasons that they don't occupy. Well, I don't. I mean, there, there, there's, no, there's no black men as senator. There's, we don't have any Asians as senator. We, we, well, we only have two senators, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, first of all, there's only two, but I, I got the, uh, you know, I have I have the whole thing in, in front of me here. I'm looking at the California demographic population, and, and blacks as a whole are, are 7%, which means women are about 3.5%. Right. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't understand. What, everybody's accepted, oh, yes, yes, the next election has to be a black. Well, well hold on a second. I, I I think there's another 96.5% that ought to be considered as well. And then he's saying, well, they don't have anybody, basically, right? That's, that, no, that's but what he made he's a saying. promise that it's going to be a black woman that well, takes yeah. that seat if Feinstein leaves. Yeah, that's what he, he said. He promised. He made, a, he made a bet Feinstein wasn't going to die. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. That, that's what he did. Yeah, he said something to be uh, politically correct and woke and cool in the moment. <laughs> that's and right. He, he thought he now thought going to bite him in the butt, and I love it. Feinstein could squeeze it. He thought Feinstein could squeeze out another year. That's what I think he thought. Right. So uh, the, right. Popu- the population, by the way, for the record, it is it is sixty percent white. And Hispanics are actually uh, included as white. Uh, it's 36% Hispanic. 
I'm sorry, 36% white, non-Hispanic, 14% Asian, and uh, actually 6% black in this uh, study here, and the rest are just uh, fractional. But, uh, you know, it, 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 it's really ludicrous that everybody's accepted that this is a proper, uh, a proper way to do things. All right, more on Newsom and gas prices coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it would have been been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right. Well, we're going to talk about Dippity Do Gavin Newsom. We were just talking about how he has to name the placeholder for Feinstein's seat. But more importantly... To everyday Californians who are really, really feeling it from these gas prices. He was asked at the Republican presidential debate Wednesday night in Simi Valley. They dispatched him there to be like, oh, here comes the, the snotty smart boy who thinks he knows it all in the room. And he's going to, I'm going right into the lion's den. Take him on. I'll yeah, answer Mr. all their questions. Mr. Courageous. Captain Courageous. Right. And again, as we mentioned yesterday, the belief is he's also the placeholder. Should Biden falter? He wants to be the one that they look to first. If not, then 2028. So uh, Katie Grimes in the California Globe got it right. 
Gavin Newsom never really answers a question. He filibusters much the way the GOP presidential candidates did during the debate. Whenever he receives a question he doesn't want to answer, he tosses a verbal salad of words and statistics and feeds it to the camera. Because here he is being asked by Sean Hannity of Fox News. We have about a three-minute clip about California's high gas prices. So I come into your state. Yes, sir. First thing I love to do what? is... is bring money to your economy. I appreciate it. I go straight to In-N-Out Burger. Uh, hard that is argue. one of the greatest things of your state. Legit. Including the weather, including the, the, the terrain is phenomenal. Uh, you can keep going, but yes. It, it's all phenomenal. However, then I'm passing gas station after gas station and gas station. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. Excuse me. Gouging us. The oil companies four, are screwing us. Four dollars a gallon in every other state. Yeah. Seven dollars I saw here. Uh, Seven. Why is yeah. your state nearly $2 twice as much? As of today, I, I monitor this very closely. I just did a special session. We okay. became the first state in the country to do price gouging legislation with a new <laughs> monitor just went into effect. <laughs> These oil companies are ripping us off. $2. They're only ripping off six, California, though? $2.06. This mystery surcharge that they've been advancing <laughs> right. for years and years. But the average around the country is four. And I saw anywhere six between six, See, just keeps six fifty and seven dollars. Two dollars and six cents higher. You're absolutely right. So your state is much more than every other state. Exactly. Two dollars higher. Because they're screwing us. They're there's no justification. It's not regulation, taxation. Yes. 85 it cents. Is. 85 cents, low carbon fuel standard. No, it is. California get per gallon for gasoline tax? When you add the gas tax, you add cap and trade, and you add the low carbon fuel standards, and then periodically add, and I'm, pull, I'm being as transparent as I can be, and you add our unique blend, you get a differential around 85 cents. Why? That no, you can justify. Not $2.06. That's okay. where the so oil companies you should are be squid. a dollar more if a gallon. You want to trust the oil companies? I can assure you, these guys don't have your back or the American Let public. me tell you something. When Donald <laughs> Trump was president, gasoline prices nationwide never averaged three dollars well, a gallon we we, ne never once averaged we didn't more have than $3 Saudi pulling back another million barrels we didn't have OPEC plus screwing us we didn't have a war in Ukraine that oh, we didn't have it, we weren't going lucky? through no we weren't also going through this COVID supply chain reality so there was a lot of competing COVID. factors that led to some of this but by he, the way but he, he also adopted said, he made us he made the country energy independent for by the, the way first we're time more in 75 years we are more energy dependent today look that up it's a fact and if you no no False. no no, it's just factually untrue. Joe Biden what? is unilaterally I, disarmed. I want to encourage the people watching. Look I this encourage up. the people watching. Nine four quads. Google quads. nine point five. Quads. All the restrictions quads has put. We are on more oil and quads hurt. independent today under Biden. I'm Pence doesn't know quad. that. Your audience doesn't know that. More domestic oil production than any time in history. We're on pace this year. That's a fact. Right. You guys keep making that up. No, we don't make it up. You're making it up. We're energy independent, and now we're we not. We are energy independent. No, we're not. Net energy no, exporters. we are not. Sean, this is going to be so much fun when this gets politicized tomorrow. And war. Two, Go there. Look at all five the other restrictions. 5.94 quads. That's the margin. It's the highest margin of net energy export in America's history under the Biden administration. Right. There you go. So... Katie Grimes laid out the taxes, 51 cents state excise tax, although I thought yesterday it was 58, but 18 cents federal excise tax, 22 cents is all per gallon, low carbon fuel standard, 25 cents cap and trade, 12 cents state and local sales tax, 2 cents for the state underground storage tax. It adds up to $1.30 per gallon versus the spittle that he put out at 80 cents, I think he said. Plus, the extreme regulation and restrictions has meant that... Uh, 
we have cut the number of refineries in California. There were somewhere between 40 and 50. It's down to 14. 14, and then 14. Yeah, they do this maintenance thing, which uh, they say they have to do. It seems like they do it at the same time. Several of the refineries go right. out, and it just kills and, the supply. And then, uh, and then uh, Newsom will not sign any of the uh, permit leases that have been applied for. Yesterday, we had Vince Fong, the Republican uh, Congre- uh, state senator out of Bakersfield. Assemblyman. assemblyman. He's assemblyman. He uh, t- Talk about that. The, the Bakersfield area in particular, and California as a whole, has a tremendous amount of energy trapped underground, oil and natural gas, that we cannot access because Newsom refuses to. Right. And, and that's the beginning and end of it. I don't know what good all the oil and the natural gas is sitting underground. There's no benefit to us. We're just buying natural gas and oil from other states and other countries, and we're using the same amount that we would if it came out of the California ground. So it's not changing anything. And by the way, all this, all these green energy plans have not cooled the earth off at all. Nothing, none of this has worked. It's all been a waste of time and money, all of it. You cannot point to any of this as having any beneficial effect other than costing us. the It's the highest gas prices by far in the country, the highest electricity rates in the country by far. We're two to three times higher than some neighboring states, two to three times higher for electricity and gas. We're we're almost double. Any other state in the union, uh, like Mississippi's well, is- 324. What he did do was uh, he we're going to switch over to the winter blend sooner than normal. That will have a small impact on yeah, for, for, for a, a month. He at least caved on that. And he also yeah. wants the refineries to give answers about all these maintenance operations. But the Republicans well, pointed out since Newsom signed the law where he was going to go after the price gouging. Remember, he mentioned at the beginning of that Hannity clip. Prices have actually widened by more than 81 cents a gallon versus the national average. Because it's a fake. And the first thing thing Hannity brought up, he was on point, but then he let it go away. No, I love that. He said what you said. He goes, how come the other states aren't getting gouged? Well, yes. And and Newsom just started babbling and gibbering. He was making a a lot of noise. He was just talking over, right? Yeah. Right. And, and he doesn't and like the just question. Kept... He just talks over with his stats and some other nonsense. Well, you know, you got to wait him out until he runs out of energy and say, all right, let's go back to why are they gouging only California and not the other 49 states? How could that be? asking that, right? Yeah. He's a gibbering, blithering idiot. He really uh, is an idiot. All right. We'll be back. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand. From KFI AM 640. All right. Well, we're going to have a representative from the bail bonds business coming on our show after 2 o'clock to tell you just how safe you are beginning Sunday when L.A. County adopts no bail. That's right. Sunday, October 1st, thanks to the Los Angeles County Superior Court, is the day that there'll be a new, they call it a bail schedule. And a number of offenders, people that you might consider to be serious criminals like car thieves, can just right through the revolving door, right? Cited and released. All right, so we'll get you the details. They're all going to make that sound. Yeah, it's the little <laughs> the revolving door. The whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. As they just come in, pick up their little piece of paper from the court, and walk right out again, and then look for John's car. 
Speaking of cars, an idea this nutty could only come from Santa Monica and the lovely Los Angeles County Metropolitan Transportation Authority. It's called the One Car Challenge. In partnership with the city of Santa Monica, Metro will pay 200 residents of households there that have multiple vehicles a weekly stipend to use only one car. This is really nutty. Payments of $119.80 per week for five weeks. This is another one I kept reading and I didn't get. So they're going to pay me money not to drive my second car. Yes. And they're going to give me... How are they going to know you don't drive it? I don't know. Are they going to check the mileage? And they're going to give me free tickets to take a metro train and get stabbed. Yeah. Bonus incentives include a metro tap card preloaded with 50 bucks, as well as five to ten free rides on John the Metro Bike Share. (laughs) Well, you and your wife like to bike ride. (laughs) Have you used one of those things? I have a bike. I know. I don't need to share it with other but people. But let's say you want to go somewhere where you don't want to tow your bike in the back of your car and park no, and pull that, your that, bike out. That never happens. You just bike from your house to somewhere and back. No, I have, I have a I have a hitch on the back of one of our cars. And oh, you do? Ride. You load the bike up and oh, drive yeah. places? It's really easy, yeah. But we oh, don't man. drive on the roads. We, See, we drive on I, bike paths. I hear that, and I've known you so long. What I expect happened is the bike has fallen off the back of the car because you didn't secure it properly or some kind of... That has happened a couple of times, yes. <laughs> I could guess. Yeah. What was that noise? Oh. <laughs> That's exactly bong, what I bong, said. Bong. <laughs> that hey, looks like... Wait a minute. <laughs> hey, look, the bike's on in the middle of the 405. <laughs> um, I hope nobody hits it. Well, you don't qualify for this. You must live within the city of Santa Monica, have at least two cars in the household, be at least 21. Who would want to do this? And how would they prove it anyway? How would they prove you're not using your second car? The only thing I can think of, they come to your house and write down your mileage from your odometer, and then they come back. (laughs) And if it's gone up, unless you can figure out a way to spin it back. And it's not much money. It's it's $600. 600 bucks you can get for five weeks. And, so and nobody twenty dollars a week. Nobody's taking taking the metro because you die. And you, you just use the other car, I guess. If it's you have to be a two car household, so they're starting with that because they figure one car households can't give up. Well, a car. two car households means you usually have two adults. Both of them drive their cars to work. Yeah. Well, so the other you... one can't suddenly take the metro to work. Well, why not? It doesn't go anywhere. And they're not suddenly transfer five buses to get to Burbank. I'm not going to be. Yeah, I'm not taking. Yeah, right. Five buses to Burbank, or I'm going to bike over the Sepulveda Pass. Yes. What the? This is the stupidest. Honestly, this is one of the stupidest ideas I've ever read. We had a guy used to work in the newsroom who biked from like Playa del Rey to Burbank, didn't he? Yeah, I know. He was troubled though. Um, (laughs) This is. Uh, I don't think there'll be any takers or. This is grants from the Federal Transit Administration and Duke University. I love the way They've in the got- progressive world, it's always about paying people, right? They have this idea to give people what a minimum amount of money every month, poor people. The other one, they, they've come up with this to pay you to stay off drugs. They always come yeah. up with to pay people, right? Right. It's never they- anything about trying to get people to really understand the consequences of their behavior and change their behavior. And, and, and let's, want- just, let's just give people money. And you're giving Make me- them stop doing or do something that we want them to do. You give me $600, that's not going to get me to get on the Metro. Uh, you, but you're, 600 bucks, Mike. 600, just... sorry, 600 bucks to, to risk getting stabbed? Well, remember, the Metro stuff is in addition to that. 
it's a bonus card of fifty bucks. Yeah, I know, but I need an, I need an free rides on but the bike. Share. I need an alternative to the car. They're offering the metro, and it's like, no, I might be set on fire. That's not worth carrying your little grocery bags. That's right. <laughs> and they'll steal my groceries. And they won't go uh, go to jail. There'll be no bail on the grocery thefts. Or they'll steal my bike. No bail on that either. All right. When we, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, what's happening Sunday in L.A. County. The end of money bail for many crimes. Not all of them, but a lot of them, including car theft. That's right. It's a whole new bail schedule coming out in Los Angeles County beginning Sunday, October 1st. We'll talk about it with a representative from the, the bail bonds industry. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark, live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.